0: Here are your hosts, Brock and James. you always hmm. rebel scum. Oh hi! Hit the wrong button.
1: What? How many? How many episodes have we done on Streamyard right now? At least like thirty or forty.
0: Yeah, around there, maybe give or take, sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, we still it. who knows what the boxes are gonna be. Rebel Scum Podcast. My name is Brock Smick. This is James Smick. We're brothers. But oh, I like brother. that. Um <laughs> we're here to talk about Star Wars. Hey hey anything happened in Star Wars.
0: Uh not to my knowledge. So uh, all right, we'll see you later. <laughs> I'm back. No, you know what's funny about Star Wars <laughs> is, is Kathleen Kennedy, we got to get this out of the way. It's in the title. Kathleen Kennedy's uh, gone. June is when she leaves her post. That's what they're sticking to, Brock. Um, But more importantly, we're going to talk about Mando chapter 18, the minds of uh, Mordor yeah. or whatever. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but before that, we get, let's just, <laughs> get into the, let's just get to this briefly. This the the variety garbage article from yesterday, where all the movies that were never ever ever going to happen are officially not happening. Like we need to just we just the elephant is in the room, or the 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 mythosaur is in the room. We're going to go into anyway. What do you make of this nonsense? And how surprised, like, did you spit water from your mouth <laughs> when you heard because you were so like, surprised? I mean,
1: like, yes, Star Wars is the franchise that, like, switched midstream on how they finish out and became divisive, not v- divisive, that's it. I put, Solo not being, turning out like they hoped, right? Mm-hmm. So I get I get where people are like oh but like they never announced anything well I guess
0: so patty Jenkins, is
1: face Wonder Woman I didn't, yeah like gave really gave a breakdown of any I think he he was gonna have one guy write something for him which is hilarious like oh I guess he could have directed it right. Anyways, it's the way the sounds like, I'm going to make other guys do my thing. And I'm just going to take, but that's not really how it would have worked out. But then, like, that guy apparently is writing Secret Wars, which is, like, yeah. whatever. Um, but, I don't know. It seemed like, is that really that shocking? But, yes, apparently, to every news outlet today, that was shocking. So
0: Yeah, big time shock on my end. I was like, oh, man. All these movies that we said weren't good, like I don't know, the Foggy thing, I forgot to be honest, I completely forgot about it. But I was like, oh, yeah, they actually he hired the writer of Loki to write the Star Wars movie, so somewhere that fell apart. Who knows how yeah, yeah. it might have just been Foggy's like, I don't have the time or the energy to deal with this nonsense. It okay. could be that like Kathleen Kennedy is quitting in June and people are just, like nervous about who's going to take over. It could be, um, there's a look, the. The Taika Waititi thing, when he wants to start a new movie, obviously, like, no duh. The, the Patty Jenkins, they announced it, so it was like, oh, it's happening. And then it wasn't happening. And then Wonder Woman, that was that Wonder Woman 2, like, ruined everything to happen with the Star Wars movie, I think, anyway. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. and then you have, uh, and they kind of briefly mentioned Ryan Johnson, his children, how he's busy with his Knives Out stuff. And it's like, yeah. His trilogy's not happening. Like I hate. Like look, if it happens, great. But it's not gonna happen. And you brought up Solo, and I I love Solo, but I've been trying to wrap my head around Solo the last like two days for no reason other than I'm just it's in my head because it, it did fail. Like everyone's like, it didn't bomb. It made this. yeah, but it failed. It didn't make a billion dollars, which fair or not, that's what these movies have to make. They have to make a billion dollars. Solo yeah, has yeah. to make a billion dollars. Like not maybe not now, like Ant-Man and, and Black Panther 2 and because of COVID, like we're out of that a little bit, but Avatar 2, whatever. So maybe not now, but back then, yeah. Like yeah. Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. If Captain Marvel can make a billion dollars and a Han Solo movie can't, I think you need to like really figure out what went wrong. And obviously there was all the drama beforehand, but how much of the general audience even knew about that drama going into it? Like how much, how many of the people that didn't go to see it paid attention to that drama? How much of it was from the backlash from the Last Jedi? And how much was it from, oh man, another Star Wars movie? I just saw one a month ago. Like, they didn't earn the Marvel three movies in three months. You know, they hadn't earned it at solo yet. And on top of that, yeah. Buck, you have a new actor playing Harrison Ford, who is, I thought he was fine in the movie, but he's not Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford has this quality, and All in the doesn't have that quality. I thought he was fine again but he's not Harrison Ford. And so if, if that's what you're looking for, you're not going to get it. Whereas Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor, he had something. He wasn't Alec Guinness, but he had something. He brought something to it that people gravitated to. And he had three movies to do it. But there was something, there's something a little bit different about that. So I think there's a, a lot, a lot going into, into that. But again, to the, to the Last Jedi point, though, if part of the people not going was because of The Last Jedi and I mean, The Last Jedi, love it or hate it, the friggin' thing, it still is the most annoying movie ever made because of social media. Like, just relax on it. But, like, with A, Ryan Johnson want to get back in bed with Star Wars, and B, with Star Wars want to get back in bed with Ryan Johnson, like, right, like, if he's coming back, it's got to be in like a decade from now when, like, people are like, oh, yeah, that guy's oh, yeah. back. Like, the nostalgia factor, right? Like, I hate him. Like, and then it's like, I. Hmm?
1: Yeah, yeah, because like knives out uh the knives out extended universe is doing well, I think. And then well, he's yeah. got this uh that show with what's your face that's apparently doing really well. Yeah, I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Um so it's like Hogan the guy's yeah. busy, but I don't know, like money money talks. Like at the end of the day, he's not I still don't understand. I, I understand. Like Netflix said to him, "Here is some money. Give us this franchise." So that's where. But no, they like, said,
0: here's, "Here's a lot of money. Give us a franchise." That's where. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: No, I understand. But it's just like <laughs> when you want. I mean, isn't this one of those things? Is he? This is is Glass Onion one of those things where he's like, "You should see this in a theater." Or like, I know he's mad that people are like, "Knives Out colon Glass Onion." Yeah, or Glass Onion, Knives Out story, like.
0: Yeah, but I, I kind of, I mean, I agree with them. Like, I, Glass Onion, anyway. But I agree with them on that. But also, yeah, 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 oh yeah. It, it, you have like people are stupid. If anything, social media has made yeah. people stupider, so they need to know that Knives Out and Glass Onion are in the same world, but they're not. They are, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. Like, I get, I get both sides. Uh, but yeah, I think he did, and Netflix put it in the theater for a week or two, I think, and it did very well in the theater. It did very right, well. So right, maybe right, right, the right. next, the next Knives Out, which will be called I don't, I don't know, Garlic, Garlic uh, Hotel or something, that might be like in the theater for two weeks. But Netflix isn't going to put it in the theater for too long because they want you to watch yeah. it on Netflix. And. <laughs> Ryan Johnson should direct under the name Alan Smithy. I think that's for Star
1: Wars.
0: (laughs) Like, I think he's a great. I would love him to come back and everything. But I just think, like, from both parts of this, like him and Star Wars, why would you want to come back and why would you want him to come back? Because the thing, like, Star Wars doesn't need Ryan Johnson, and Ryan Johnson doesn't need Star Wars. Maybe he needed Star Wars to get Knives Out, but he doesn't need it anymore. So why would you even? bother at this point in time mm,
1: good point I, I, yeah it's like i don't know it's no i think you're right maybe maybe he <laughs> directs some kind of star wars thing like an episode of a show and, and they just put, put him under up. some other pseudonym and like see how people everyone, react to it, <laughs> or, I don't know. it. <laughs> yeah yeah like that would be I don't know if you can do that because like I feel like even though like Knives Out is a little bit more digestible than his other movies I I, like it's it's like I like the I like both Knives Out movies I like both of them but they don't feel like Ryan Johnson movies from back in the day granted like the guy has been directing for a long time and your style changes but you know what I mean like Even Last Jedi is very interesting. He has an interesting style, but I can't really define it outside of like when you watch Brick and Looper, you're like, that's kind of like you like to mess with genres, but like he doesn't really do that anymore.
0: Yeah, he's kind of well, now he's just he's Agatha Christie 2023. Like
1: he's yeah, absolutely.
0: And and he's doing well. And like, let him do it. I just they brought that up later on in the article. I was like, But, like, are people like? I know he says he still wants to do it. Obviously, it's lip service anyway. You say it. Yeah, of course. Who, first of all, everybody says that. But I don't know. I just I saw the article and I had a good chuckle and I didn't even bother really reacting to it because no no kidding. The only one that I'm curious about, and they mentioned there's that Damon Lindelof one, which, because again, we talked about this, I think a couple weeks ago, where like, where there's smoke, there's fire. Remember that expression? that we made up, where there's smoke is fine, there seems to be a lot of smoke around that project. So I feel like if if we're getting an announcement, it'll be that. That'll be a celebration. But I really I really think at this point in time, we will only get an official announcement, no more Patty Jenkins on a tarmac, an official announcement when they are like a part, part way through production. Where they're at a point, even if they're at a, where they're at a point, like Guardians of the Galaxy 1, where they've only shot a certain amount but they have enough to create a teaser trailer like i feel like and i'm not saying there's gonna be a teaser trailer but i'm saying they have to be i think because of all this nonsense we've gone through over the last decade that they're going to be like we're not ready to go until x and that's when we'll announce it and that could be a celebration
1: yeah no i mean there's a lot of expectations this, this, this celebration i don't know why but uh, it's their time to do it either that do T- 23, right? Um, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, Yeah, just make Star Wars, I, I don't really care. Like, <laughs> I'll, like
0: I'll say this. So Mandal-
1: Mandalorian still. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say to wrap up the, the movie stuff, we're getting a movie in 2025, I think, because there's no celebration in 2024, like you said a few weeks ago. Yeah, I mean that 2025 celebration is going to be hardcore on, obviously all the Disney Plus stuff, stuff. But I think, think it's going to be hard on the next theatrical Star Wars.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's like because it's like delivering, eat like first two episodes like nothing shocking but like still just like I don't know uh, we haven't spoken to each other about the episode two yet what what were your initial thoughts of the episode?
0: okay again I'm watching this episode and I'm like there's a point where uh, okay so spoilers for episode two season three yeah. chapter 18 which you got out of the way let everybody know spoilers are coming up so if you haven't seen it probably stop watching now. Um, I watched it. I when did you watch it first? I watched it when I got home from work today. When did you watch it? Did you wake up early again?
1: Six a.m. in the morning, in the dark, m. M. on I my actually, phone. I woke,
0: <laughs> I woke up at five and I was hesitant to watch it, but but Aaron loves the Mandalorian, so I watch it with him.
1: Uh, okay, first. cool. cool. And,
0: and and or she didn't care about Book of Boba, didn't care mm-hmm. about the Mandalorian. She's like, do not watch it with me. So I so I don't. Um, so I just went home. Look, there's a point where he's upside down. He's, like, he's being captured by, by um, what turned out to be uh, Dr. Smith from the Lost in Space movie from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> was like that, and, like, the guy from uh, uh, Land of the Lost. Like, that was, yeah. like, a mixture of always, like... What oh, are those sci-fi. called?
1: Weak Ways? We- yeah. Weakies, weak- um,
0: <laughs> yeah, whatever. They it all remind me of both. But anyway, um, he's upside down, to and I was like, damn, I love this show. They're like, damn, I love it. But but Brock, again, the episode ended and I was like, where's the rest of it? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not and it wasn't because it was short, it's because it was like it ended on a cliffhanger without a cliffhanger. Yeah. And I'm just like like this season, and I said it to a friend of mine earlier, I'm like, this season feels like a binge season. It feels like this is better mm. when it's when it's all and I said this last week and again I'm like, I really feel like this this season is one that you've gotta watch all at once. It works better that way. But all in all, I really enjoyed this episode. Every time... I had I had my daughter in my arms who was making the exact same sounds as Grogu was. And it was... <laughs> we both... Aaron and I had, like, a really, like, big laugh. Because it was the similarities were insane. Um, but every time Grogu does something, I'm like, well, I'm all in. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think you make a good point, though. It's like... So the last two seasons have been episodic, right? Like it's sort of, yeah. especially the first season where it's just like this and then this, and then this, and then this. And it's like, slowly they started putting a story together. Um, You didn't really have like a villain to like the last episode with yeah. Moff Gideon, if you want to call him that. Um, Now it's like, okay, you've set up a lot of stuff. Like, it's like, it's like none of this, like we don't, I mean, funny, I gotta say this is like, uh, what are the space whales called again? Frick, we talked Pur- about last week. Purgles, it's like, I don't need a purgle episode, even though we technically had a purgle episode last week, <laughs> but it's just like, so now it's like, no, no screwing around, like, put in all the th- like, you can still hit that vibe of Mandalorian, like Pel- Pelimoto in this episode. You're like, boom, of course, of course, we well, but- would never, it's. She's the new Hondo Inaka, if you really boil it down. That's yeah. The only person are like, you are like, I do not trust you ever. <laughs> um, uh, oh, were you super happy that it was boon to Eve? Oh uh, yeah, here, that tattooing.
0: So when the episode started, we're sitting there watching it, and I was like, "We got to watch it right now because I got to record." So we're sitting and watching, and Selena was like fussy, like because she was falling asleep. So I'm, so the opening happened, and I noticed that they changed. Like I didn't notice this last week, but they changed the opening Star Wars intro to it's like, oh, like all Mando. It's all like Mando. Yeah, character. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> like, nothing else matters in Star Wars. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And then, and then it started, and I wasn't paying attention. And then she said, I think she said Bunta, or I was like, was that the sound of a pod racer? Yeah. And I re and I rewound it, <laughs> and then I rewound it too far, and I had to wait for it to load, and then I watched it all again, and I was like, "Why weren't they pod racing? It was obviously the Bonneville Classic, yeah. but they were like, were they like the like the 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 NASCAR version of pod <laughs> racing? I could so that I was a, I was a little disappointed, but I loved the Bonneville. I loved that it was Bonneville. I loved that it was a yeah. holiday with fireworks and all that. Like I loved all that. Um, but I got to bring a shout out because Bunta, do you know when the first instance of Bunta was mentioned in Star Wars that I am aware of? I might be wrong, but I'm going to take a stab.
1: <laughs> if knowing you,
0: it's probably like
1: droids. <laughs> giveaway. Droids. Droids is a cartoon.
0: 100% droids. I think it's the third episode. Of I did a droid <laughs> watch like two or three years ago. And there's a guy, and he's in the general grievous uh, spiral, like, circle thing right that grievous drives around in and he goes hey i think i think in that episode i haven't seen it a few years but i think in that episode bunta is like a cunt, like a planet mm. though. But, but they mentioned Bunta in that but the droids cartoon for any all the star wars fans that thing is like riddled with like future easter eggs that i think <laughs> like the designers drew for the show and then lucas saved them for the prequels there's so much in there Kaibo Kaibo Ren is in it also.
1: It's um, like the it's like droids and and the Ralph McQuarrie concept art is where they're just yeah. picking little.
0: <laughs> they take it out. But that's so that anyway, that was I I did. I really I really like that. How about you?
1: Um I love this show. I love this episode. Um I feel like my only criticism was it felt visually too dark, but of like I just said, I watched it on my S twenty two, so I don't feel like that's a fair criticism without actually watching it. I don't know. What do you find? I mean, they spend a lot of time in a cave, so
0: <laughs> So okay. Yes, IGN just gave this episode like a five out of ten and everybody's really? freaking out because they said it was too dark and you couldn't see Vandal. Mm. I I'm, I'm of two minds on this. I was like, wow, it's really dark. But then the other part of me is like, well, they're in mines with no light. Yeah. So either you make it look fake or you make it look the way they did. Yeah. And it wasn't obscenely dark. Like, I could argue there are scenes in Batman that are far darker than what we got. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't call it obscenely dark. Um, it, but it, it was pretty dark, maybe a little bit more light. It, it, it was closer to the solo cinematography. But they were in mind, and I I do think that the Land of the Lost Creatures would have looked really bad if they were lit anymore. Like, I think they had to underlight them a little bit to keep them from looking a little too goofy, I mm. think. I could be wrong. We're probably going to see them in broad daylight next week, because I just said that. But that, that's where I was on it. So I, I kind of, I, I'm on both. I, like, I thought it was a little dark, but it didn't take me out of it because it was really only dark when it needed to be dark, and last yeah. week's yeah. episode was so bright that they're not afraid to go bright. So I think that was just, we're in mind, there's no light in here. What do we do? Let's just make it look like this. And that's what they did, and I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, it didn't kill the story for me. Um, it's, uh, (laughs) It's funny watching this season of Mandalorian and watching Last of Us, and it's like, this is how we find out how, like, uh Pedro Pascal thinks how to be a father
0: it's like like,
1: (laughs) this if you get lost this is a map so you know we were here and now we are here (laughs) and it's like now when I think about it now it's like he does that interview where like I don't know how to be a father I'm not a father I just like if I come up I'm like perhaps you're not pulling it off I mean (laughs) (laughs) but whatever um uh No, I loved everything about it. Like, uh <laughs> I just love how, like, he's like, I need a droid that can go into a mine. Here's an astromech. Like, granted, yeah, astromechs can fly and get into places. which just like, that seems like the worst choice. But it's just like, whatever, R5, he's back. He's back, baby. It's back. Whatever. I don't know what r 5 pronouns
0: are. I so- love that R5 was terrified. I love that they made him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But did you notice? Maybe it's just me. When they lit him, every time they lit him, it reminded me of the Muppets. I don't know why, really. But I don't know what it was. There was something about it. I was like the lighting, like the what he was. It just it it reminded me of of the Muppets, but not like seventies Muppets, like nineties, hmm. like Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppets <laughs> Tonight. Yeah, around that, like that era of Muppets. I, it was weird. I don't know what it was, but like every time I lit, I'm like, he's, something about it was a it. But I will say, when he put his third leg down and went riding along, like coasting, mm. it felt I don't know what it was, but it felt uber Star Wars to me in that moment. Like I was like, oh yeah, this is Star Wars. There was another moment that I thought could have gone full Star Wars and it didn't, and it was um, the moment when Grogu's trying to use the Force on Doctor Smith, mm-hmm. and I saw, I and it wouldn't have worked because it's stupid. But in my mind, the, I think it's the Han and Leia theme kicked in. Uh, like the da, da, da. I can't do it. I can't. I'm tone deaf. But that kind of kicked in. I was like, oh, that would be nice. Um, but I actually I want to ask you, what do you think? What have you made of the music in the series so far? Anything?
1: It hasn't stood out for me per se, though I did, like, think about it at the end when I got to the credits and it said uh, Ludwig Gorenson, but, like, that's just, like, the main theme, right? Because he's not doing this. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: I don't know. It's... He doesn't ruin anything for me. He doesn't at any point be like, oh, but, like, I can't really comment because it didn't really... Nothing really... I don't know. It's just, like, this show is so... is like, a well well-worn shoe, yeah. so it's just like, it's just there, you know, so I don't even, I don't know Yeah,
0: why. No, I'm just wondering, because there's somebody different doing it, and no one's really commented on it, and I thought mm. the music cues have been used well in it. Yeah. Um. So, and I thought that, uh, I can't remember the composer's name, but they did the Book of Boba Fett, I thought they did a great job in Book of Boba Fett mm. as well. Yeah. Same, ty- same kind of thing, though, right, where the theme yeah. is, like, gifted to them, and they move, and, and I, I it hasn't uh taken me out of anything. No. At all. It's kind of all fit and I mean maybe it could be better, maybe it could be I don't know. I-, I was just wondering what you thought because it is somebody different than usually Star Wars fans like to nitpick when somebody new comes in. Mm-hmm. But I this, haven't heard this it? is
1: like once again it's like as much as like Star Wars pushes Mandalorians on us, I'm like I, at one point during this show, because we talk a lot about Mandalore, because we go there, I'm just sort of like... I thought Mandalore was, like, fully destroyed well before the Empire. But, like, I thought back, I'm like, oh, but... Because in Rebels... Oh, wait, that does Yeah, so we go to Mandalore in Rebels, and it's fully destroyed, which makes sense, because that's the Empire is around at that time. But are they... The planet they went to in this episode is that where they go, where Ahsoka faces off against.
0: I thought so.
1: Maul, and then at some point the Empire blows up Mandalore. I thought it was the other way around. Like Mandalore, Mandalorians just destroyed their planet, and they live on Concord Dawn. I don't. I don't know. I just like this is again. It's just like I can't follow the mythos anymore. (laughs)
0: I so I never really cared about the Mandalorian stuff like years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't even when we went to Celebration, which is was six years ago, bro. six years ago, if you can believe it. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. I'm getting a phone number from Renal Lab. What? Anyway, uh six years ago we went to Celebration and we watched those the first episode of Rebels or two episodes of Rebels? I think it was just one. And it was all about Mandalorian. I remember being like, Ugh. uh uh. Yeah. And uh and now I'm kind of all in on it, but I don't know. I don't remember the yeah. history. I never paid that much attention to it. I'm a fake Star Wars fan. This has been <laughs> this has been to- it's just totally told me.
1: It's all totally fine. I, if 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 we just didn't get the part where like uh Bo Katan's like, I used to live here, I used to come down here, I used to this and that, and it's like and granted she's the character might be I don't know, 50, 60, like, uh, Katie Sockoff, I don't think is remotely that age, but you know, like there, there could be a hypothetical, like this character is older than we think, but it's just sort of like, that kind of takes me out of it. Cause it's just like, when did this get blown up then? Like, but I, she kind of explains it too, where it's like, we couldn't do anything. The empire just destroyed our planet. And it's just like, Oh, okay. But, uh, but that being said, outside of that, I'm like, I do like hearing all this back in for this information on Mandalore. I'm like, oh, what a cool idea. And like, it's uh, what was, what was the thing that really appealed to me? I can't remember, but uh, I, I don't know. Oh, um, totally different thought process though. What is have we seen that droid that tries to like eat? Mando, like, have we seen that, like, weird crab droid before? Yes?
0: I don't think so. Maybe Scotty or Heidi can tell us. I don't remember that. I just, to me, that was just Dr. Smith from Lost in Space. I had no idea what that was. Probably yeah. showed up somewhere in something animated at some point.
1: Yeah. But, uh, okay, now yeah, that makes sense. What Heidi's saying there, they they killed the vegetation and they lived in domes.
0: But then what is Concord
1: Dawn? Like, the moon, right, of Mandalore?
0: Um I left because I don't know, so I don't (laughs) belong. (laughs) Um
1: but anyways, yeah, like I it was cool. I liked it, and it's like I found myself when they're walking through the ruins of Mandalore, thinking of the episodes where you see like um oh, who was the woman that like fell in love with Obi Wan? What's her name?
0: Satine.
1: The thats just a teen. Like I remember, like seeing scenes of her walking through Mandalore, or Concord Dawn, or whatever in Clone Wars, and like when they're walking up those, like I was like, "Oh, I, I kind of, I can visualize it right now," and I'm like, "That's really fun." Oh, okay. Concordio. So, what's Concord Dawn? Where am I getting that from? <laughs>
0: it's probably from Star Trek because you're a big Trekkie.
1: That's true. That's true. Anyways. <laughs> Star Wars, all the information you need like right now.
0: <laughs> there, there's so much happening in this series though. In this season. Series. In this season, yeah. because we gotta deal with all this Mandalore stuff. Then yeah. we gotta deal you know, the pirates aren't done, they're coming back. There's a oh, forgot six, about pirates. He, yeah, yeah. Pirates are definitely coming back. Dr. Pershing is in the trailer, so he's coming back for some reason. Uh, so th- there's more, there's so much happening that I almost, I'm wondering if it's going to do the Andor thing where it's like the first episode set everything up, which is different, but then now we're going to go on this journey for a few episodes of Mandalore. Then we're going to go to a few episodes about pirates and a few episodes of Dr. Pershing. And then, and then, um, and then Grogu is going to get his Mandalorian helmet.
1: Perfect. Um, But yeah, I mean, I guess the big reveal of this episode is that there's a uh, Mythosaur. Mythosaur.
0: I'm you like, shout I'm out, the out best. to Quill.
1: I remember all the names. Shout <laughs> out to our
0: boy Quill, who uh, brought up the Mythosaur in season one. Yeah. To a Mandalorian yeah. that rode the Mythosaur.
1: Yeah. So I was my like, that me. was very cool. And I like how, like, Bo-Katan's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Heidi put, brings up a really good point. It was very, very yeah. cool to see Bo-Katan wield that thing and know what to do with it, which is not overly surprising. But, like, and yeah, this that was show, great. Everything
0: is great. You know what? She did a lighting point that we talked about 20 minutes ago. I thought the way they lit the outside of the mine yeah. was spectacular. I love yeah. the way that looked. I love I liked it on, on Mando, but I loved it on Bo Katan when she was walking with the helmet, the way the light was on her. I just mm. I thought that was great. Nice, it, nice. It juxtaposed, Brock, the, <laughs> the minds of Mandalore. <laughs> Mandalore is not cursed. You were right. Was I? Was I? Have you never had Mytho soup before? <laughs> you know, that was just like alphabet soup, like Scooby Doo yeah. soup. I thought Absolutely. it was. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is a great episode. It leads, yeah. But again, it's leading to this season, and is and like this is one that I, I'm that it has to be, and I'm hoping the sums are better than the part. Like all the parts are going to have to build to create this mm-hmm. me- mega story. It's a Voltron of of the Mandalorian yeah. season so far because Mandalorian's been the only show that's been very episodic of the four that we've gotten. Live mm-hmm. action, um, Obi Wan could have been a movie easily, um, and uh, and Boba Fett, I think I still think would have benefited from just dropping it all at once. And Andor, I think you do it three, 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 three. Yeah. Andor, Andor is the worst Star Wars show we've gotten. It's the worst. I just I just want to keep saying that for people to get mad and or agree. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but you know, I, 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 like Andor is phenomenal. Like that, I'm joking. Like, it's, like, it's a great show, but it is nice to be back in like the Star Wars, like kindergarten, bandwagon. yeah. like, it's yeah. it, it is kind of nice to be back in it. I'm not saying anything like it's not negative against Andor, I love Andor, and I can't wait to go back to that. But it's nice, like, when you have puppets again,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, why don't you? It's like, you're. You're a good student of Star Wars High, and you're like, oh, man, life is going to be different because I just made a friend named Andor. <laughs> Guess what? It's Mando Pizza Day, and we've had pizza days since kindergarten, so we're in, man. <laughs> uh, shout out to Razile Pizza Party. It's the only Instagram I watch about pizza. Boom. Bow. Uh, no, yeah. Uh mandalorian keep, keep I, yeah i agree with you it's like you could tack on 30 more minutes to every episode i'd be like let's go
0: yeah i mean just make the whole disney plus just mandalorian stuff yeah. and oliver and company <laughs>
1: <laughs> the cat is oliver twist
0: Whoa. What? No way! I uh, Billy Joel. I don't think he's ever acted again. <laughs> phenomenal. Ben Midler. Can't. Great movie, man. Up there with Can't Hardly Wait. Can't hardly wait. Never tell me the odds.
1: Never tell me the odds.
0: The Oliver and Company is phenomenal. Like it, I don't think it gets enough love and recognition from the from the Disney community. Yeah. No. Uh, and it needs to. <laughs> Spoilers, says Scotty Hawk, Hawk on the uh, Oliver and Company. He's, <laughs> he's a, it's only from 1988. He's still catching up. He's He just finished Fox and the Hound. Which, by the <laughs> way, another phenomenal Disney movie. Uh, I never tell anybody else about by Patreon
1: patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast if you like what we do and you think that this is great why don't you support us head on down to rebel scum podcast slash patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast and support us in any way you can we greatly appreciate it great because this is this is the only way i see my close close friend james smink so your money makes us friends at once a week. Thank you, and we thank the following people. Heidi Feder, executive producer. Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Rez, Scott D., Josh Price.
0: Matt W., Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl 02, Gleek Play 1, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Denner, and Dale Ehrman, who just left the chat. Dale Ehrman. Uh, nice. Uh, Desi's saying that Oliver and Company gets plenty of love, and I disagree. And I mean, she has Disney in her name, and I don't. So I think we all know there's more in that community. Uh, Oliver and Company. Why <laughs> should I? Why should I worry? Why should I care? <laughs> but and Huey Lewis with the opening song. Ah. Oh. <laughs> So I went to see that in the theater when I was a kid. My parents, I did not want to go, Brock. Yeah. I was like, I was like one, of the, I was like seven, and I was like, nah, you know, like a brat. Yeah. And my parents were, like, we're going, and and I went. It was me and my sister and my cousin, and they were like three, and we went. Love the movie. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I should never say anything negative again. And then I began the most thing. Uh, here we go. All right. Every time we do my Patreon, thank you so much for all of your support. I'm going to go over to Twitter, Brock. We have an Audible. Oh, whoa. Executive producer Heidi Frederson sends a Batman gif.
1: Oh, uh, you can't. Kiss. There, we go. there it is. Super friends, Era. Yeah.
0: Super friends. Uh, I don't know if this is one or many, so I'm just going to read and we'll figure out when I stop. What are the odds that instead of Grogu wielding the Darksaber, he eventually ends up forging his own? Oh, And then let me keep going up. Keep in mind, because of the multiple ways that the current Darksaber has been passed, and things have become quite murky about who has it, uh, didn't want it from Mop, but Mop didn't want it from Bo, and Bo didn't have the right to claim it in the first place? Did Gideon have the right to after he defeated her in combat if Gideon didn't have the right? So basically, what uh, are uh, the odds that uh, Grogu will just wield his own Darksaber to rule Mandalore?
1: So it has to be specifically Darksaber? Or just uh, any Darksaber? Well, he- Heidi,
0: Heidi can answer that in the chat <laughs>
1: right
0: now. I think let's do both. Let's do, is he going to rule a, a dark saber to, or... A lightsaber rule mandor. How about that? Let's make it that. How about that?
1: A dark saber.
0: Any lightsaber. It doesn't have to be dark. It could be a light. Or oh, any lightsaber.
1: Okay. Um...
0: It just now occurred to me that dark saber is the opposite of light. Wow. I never really even thought of that. Just like get the word. <laughs> All right, dark saber. I am shook uh forged a dark saber
1: i i think the thing is it has to be a dark saber so if we're just going lightsabers i'm going to say 10% uh huh. i think it, there is no other dark saber besides the dark saber so if he can somehow wield it i'm going to go Thirty percent. I like I don't know. He can't talk yet. <laughs> um I, don't, I yeah, I don't know. Uh I, I'm, I'm intrigued. Maybe they do like some crazy time jump where like he's older and can talk. Um I don't know. That, that's the thing, it's just like how many like if they say like the Mandalors, the Mandalorians are so, scattered across the universe, and they're fighting each other, but it's just, like, how many are actually out there? We've seen a lot of different ones from the trailer, and we did see a lot in the beginning of the first episode of the season. So, I don't know. Like, it's it's hard to, like, quantify how that will all work when we don't see... You know what I mean? Does that make any sense? So, anyways, 30%.
0: I, uh... You know what? I'm gonna go seventeen point seven eight five percent. The reason being is I think the dark Saber will be an, will be the weapon of the leader of Mandalore, but I don't think it will have anything to do with the leader of Mandalore. And I think, and I think to your point about all the Mandalores being spread across the galaxy, that's going to come down to the mythosaur. And who can tame the mythosaur? Is it going to be Bo-Katan? Is it going to be Din? Is it going to be Grogu? Is it going to be somebody? Um, So I think I'm going to go I'm going to go low on that one because I think the dark, And then whoever owns it will just whoever leads based on that is going to have the dark saber. So that's where I'm going to go. Uh, Disney Desi is saying that Oliver and Company is the second best Huey and the Lewis movie. After Back to the Future, of course.
1: Uh, wrong. The best Huey Lewis movie is Sliding Doors. <laughs> no, no. Well, he's not in Sliding Doors. What's the one where he's in it with like Gwyneth Paltrow and they sing something? That, oh, that's well, a movie. Right. Duet. Yeah, it was... duet. Duet. There you, you go. Know. Sorry, Sliding duet? Doors. Could you imagine?
0: <laughs> that's another Gwyneth Paltrow movie. Is it <laughs> duet? Is. duet doesn't sound like the right name of that movie, though. Uh, it's the karaoke one where they sing karaoke, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is the best one, Dizzy Dizzy. Oh Damn. the oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> You can't be all of their company on a good day. Uh, here we go. Is
1: hmm? it weird that movies like that just make me think of Pizza Hut like immediately?
0: <laughs> I know. They did their job. The yeah, marketing yeah. did their job. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Desi's going to stick with her choices of Back to the Future 1 and Oliver and Company 2.
1: No, well, you're wrong.
0: <laughs> Strike Disney from your name. Back to the Future 1 is, I was I watched that a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago. It might have been a year ago. And it's awesome. But it would never be made today. Like, ever. Like, the opening titles is like 15, it's a one shot for like 15 minutes. And I'm like, this is amazing. It would never fly today. Next time. Uh, different of Deborah Chow will return to Star Wars.
1: Yeah, I don't see why not. She's already on Disney's payroll, so though, I like. Here's the thing it's like everyone shits on so many different movies, but like Eternals, it's like people are like, I didn't care for that and have moved on. Like, I could be wrong, but I don't feel like Eternals got enough. Criticism. It is the worst Marvel movie, but like, like you know what I mean? Like, aren't they even contemplating the second one, or is that just Instagram BS?
0: Uh she didn't direct the turtles.
1: Oh, wait, who am I thinking? Chloe, oh no, Chloe Watt, Watt, Watt. Watt. yeah, who am I thinking? Wife. Oh, Chloe sorry, out. my bad. Chloe's out. Wow, that just paints me as a racist. Cut it out. Um But then but still no this, the point still is like valid. Like nobody hugely like hated Obi Wan. No one's like no one is like calling for her resignation like they do with like Ryan Johnson. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: No, and she did at least one of the I would there has been like we're on season three and she only worked on the first season, but she did that third episode of season one of of um, of The Mandalorian, which is yeah, it is probably the best episode of this. Maybe the finale, but it's probably the best episode in there. It's obviously not the Child episode, which is my favorite, but it was like the one that I think everybody took notice, and obviously that's the one that got her the Obi One job. You gotta believe, like
1: yeah,
0: that like she did a phenomenal job with that episode, especially when you learn that it was all shot on a volume, like. Things start adding up right after that. pocket has been fired right after Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> anyway, so I, that's what I, th- I think. I, I, I'm going to go... What, what was the exact odd? It's just that she's going to do another Star Wars. It's going to be 89% she's going to do another Star Wars. Whether or not we'll get that information sooner than later, I don't know, but I'm surprised she's not back for season three of Mando. Like That's yeah. the one that I'm kind of surprised with. So, Is
1: Bryce Dallas Howard back this season? She's I back.
0: Yeah, she's back.
1: Okay. Because I, I know that I'm always going to screw up his name. Rick Fuki. He did three
0: episodes. Yeah, he's yeah, my favorite. Yeah. He's probably my favorite of the directors. But I, I really, though, I don't know about you, but I really couldn't argue against any of them. Like I think they've oh. all done a, a, a fantastic job.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, the show fires on all cylinders, so it's like, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah and it's a TV show where it has a show and a show yeah. But, uh,
1: so I'm gonna go, like, 75% on that. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah.
0: No brainer. Alright, our final live, our final live. Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> Speaking of Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, we'll have a Star Wars project announce that celebration. So, Brock, this could be a show, a movie, An animated thing, it could be a set. She might be singing on a soundtrack, she could be composing, she could Mm -hmm. be an animator for one, but not Ron Howard. But Bryce Dallas Howard will be back and will be announced. Bryce and her dad come together to direct a solo Disney Plus show, yeah. Why not? Uh, see, that's the thing. I think solo, I don't think you could do solo as a movie anymore, but I think you could totally do it as a show, and I think people would watch it,
1: yeah. Anyway. All the nine wreck and
0: um, well now you have to get another actor to play Han,
1: <laughs> like Amelia, whatever. Like they're available. That you know it's funny. I don't know what I was looking at, but I saw a shirt on the internet that said Star Wars and had Chewbacca and Solo Han Solo on it. Not like it didn't say Solo of Star Wars or It just said Star Wars and those two <laughs> versions of the character. And I'm like. I'd probably buy that. Like it's I was just like, that looks kinda sick. It was like but anyways, um her being specifically announced in that I'm gonna go eighty-five percent. Like I don't see why not.
0: I am uh, gonna go full Brock. Yeah. I did it, I did it, chat. I went full Brock because I don't know what's going on with this celebration. There's so much this is like when we went there was The Last Jedi yep. and Rebels. And then the next one that we didn't get to go to, but we wanted to was uh, Mandalorian, Rise of Sky. Like it was like insane. Yep. And somehow everyone since has been more and more insane. And so I don't know if we're if it's too far insane. The other thing though is that, that we learned is things don't always get necessarily announced. If they're going to announce a movie and it's not Bryce Dallas Howard. How gonna do that many announcements? So I think she's po- I think she's poised to do something else there because she also did Book of Boba Fett, and she was the only one that kind of did both. So I think she's she's setting herself up for something in the Star Wars world. Um, so it's curious to see, but I'm gonna go uh, <laughs> full brock on that one. Fifty fifty. Those odds were 100% of full brock. Uh, there's no news today because no news. (laughs) The only news is Variety broke the news that all the movies that were never going to happen aren't happening.
1: Like there was nothing. Oh, here I have Google open. Oh, by the way, it's duets with an S. Duets.
0: Duets. That's why duet didn't sound right. (laughs) She sang. She sang. Uh, She sang. Brock, the number one movie from when I was born, June, 1981. That's my date. And your birth, the number one song she covers in that movie. Can you tell me what it is?
1: No. Oh my
0: god, Brock. It's Betty Davis Eyes. Um uh,
1: no, it's all, all the, the Google's talking about is they're not making those movies. Uh, Lucasfilm is being sued by the person they fired uh, from Acolyte, I think. And I'm gonna find acolyte.
0: I gotta find that out.
1: Yeah, uh suing because egregious acting of producer Karen McCarthy McCarthy from Star Wars series The Acolyte. She was a producer. You must go
0: to Mandalore.
1: She just wrong, wrongful termination, but uh, anyways, I don't know how exciting that is. <laughs> uh, and then just talking to Mandalorian, uh, uh, we could talk, I'll talk about Bad Batch. Uh, this episode was all about crosshair and it was pretty, like, pretty gloomy and like actually interesting character. Wise, so it's like, oh, but at this point in that series, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> so maybe something will start happening in Bad Batch. Like it ended on a way that I was like, Oh, that's interesting. But it's pretty sad that like the gloomy gus character in Bad Batch is getting better episodes than the rest of the like the the group of people you should care about. So
0: I uh I haven't seen my badge,
1: so. No, I know. I know. Uh, but, anyways, yeah, there's no news, baby.
0: Okay, top five. It's International Women's Day. Shout out to all the strong females out there. <laughs> Uh I made a post and I quoted uh Samarian so X murderer on Instagram. Do what you do. Do what you do. International Women's Day. Great day though. Um unless you're an angry Star Wars fan, then you probably hate today. But it's a great day. So we're gonna do top five female pilots. Oh in, in Star Wars. <laughs> There's only five of them, Brock, so you better get your lips ready. Uh it was fun. It's a good one. It's top five. Five. My number five. You could just say that was mine too, if you want. Tally Lintra from The Last Jedi. Who? Tally.
1: You like it's, it? Say it again.
0: Tally. Remember Tally? She oh yeah. A wing. No, I don't. <laughs> she died. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mine's also from The Last Jedi. Page, because I was like, that's pretty interesting. Look at the inside of that bomber. Is she a pilot? No.
0: (laughs) No, she is. is. She's my number four, and she is a pilot and a gunner. She's a pilot and a gunner because I had to double check, and that's what it was. Um, Yeah, and shout out to International Women's Day, to Heidi and and Desi in the chat also. They're, They're in there, and Scotty is as well, and he's trying to get in on this. But you had your day, pal. She was also blown up. She—that's how good of a pilot and gunner she was. She got. <laughs> it's she
1: got called sacrificing up. for the cause.
0: <laughs> Actually, oh no. Okay, my phone. Whew, my phone out. I was like, oh guys, I can't remember my next three. What was your number four?
1: My number four is going to be. Ba, 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 da, ba. I know my one and two. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, go, you do I, it now. Think about it.
0: I did four. It was page page Tico. Oh, okay. I always did page Turco from Ninja Turtles. Turco, Turco, Turco,
1: Okay, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, what is um, uh, <laughs> what is? Like, what no, is so you barely see her fly around. I was gonna say, what is uh. What is Felicity's name in in *Rise of Skywalker*?
0: Oh, uh, Zori Bliss.
1: But you don't really see her like she looks. I cool don't think as she's a pilot. a pilot,
0: but she she is, you can use her. She flies, so she's a pilot. Because my number three is is a uh, is uh, Ray. My number three is Ray. So you can go Zori uh... Bliss. Yeah, I mean Ray. The, the garbage will do. <laughs> God, why can't I think of
1: one? I'm on number
0: four still, right? No, you're on three. You just said it doesn't work. I gave you Zori. We allowed Zori to fly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I don't really feel like it. Uh, uh... You know what? I'm just going to say Leia. I feel like she can fly.
0: I think we saw Zori Bliss fly more than we saw Leia Leia fly. My number two. Ivan Versio from Battlefront 2. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah, yeah. Ivan Versio fan. Hi, he says Bo-Katan. I guess Jetpack, yeah, why not? Yeah. That's flew Mando's ship today. Bo-Katan is not on my list. Spoilers.
1: Well, my number two is going to be Ray because sometimes the trash will do. Um, no, I, I like... I think, she should have flown more. I like the idea that like she was quite a formable pilot. So yeah.
0: My number one is it the same as yours? Probably. Are we going green?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Harrison
0: and, uh, I mean, yeah.
1: I don't know. Like it's just there's so many female characters, but it's just like that fly around. It's sort of like. I can't think of like well, maybe like Asana Staros, she kind of flies. Yes,
0: everyone's correct. Cra- oh, credit to me. And Leia does fly. Okay, Leia does. Fly. Yeah. They all fly. <laughs> I don't watch Star Wars. I think we've we've really figured this out. that I haven't seen the movies ever. But I read Lost Stars once.
1: That's actually, you know what? Now I think about it like in the books, like, like I feel like there's a lot of female pilots in like High yeah. Republic for sure.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's more. There's Resistance had yeah. some, but I thought I thought pilots would be uh, intriguing to do because it's such a, a niche job, and because originally it was going to be just in live action. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, like there's no Harriet, there's no Sabine yet, but they're coming. Sure. They yeah. wouldn't have counted.
1: Like, I didn't Versio is a really good choice because it's, like, I think it's also, like, it's sort of, like, why didn't we bring that character into into live action? Because it's, like, you, you already got Janine Govinkar uh, totally. Yeah, like, like it's right, right there. there. It's
0: kind of like Calacastis is the same way, right? It's, like, it's him Yeah, why not? ready to go, just do it.
1: Let's make a show, like, uh but I don't know.
0: You know, maybe with the success of The Last of Us they'll do like a Cal Kestis show but it won't be following the storyline of the video game. It'll be like separate so the video games happen and then the show happens and the video games. That could be a way to do it. I think that would be an intriguing way for them to do it as well. You,
1: you could hypothetically put those two video game characters in the same series because they kind of are the same time period, right? Yeah, kind
0: of. I do spans a lot, so yeah. 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 But we see I like it. Yeah. Anyway, those are our top five. Let us know what your top five women are, top female pilots to the exact International Women's Day. Great day. Should celebrate all women. Wouldn't be here without you.
1: Shout out to Selena's half birthday because she is six months today, six or at least the Facebook post says this.
0: Yeah, she's six months today. She's uh, eating, we gave strawberries, avocado, and today was pureed carrots. Pureed <laughs> carrots with a hint of nutmeg in there. To, I don't know why. And I ate some, and it was delicious. And <laughs> there's nothing quite like a good pureed carrot. But yeah, she's six months today rolling over. She's sleeping right now, I hope. I haven't checked on her yet. Noise. I just, I hope she's sleeping. She sleeps through the night, which is great. Um. But during the day she's a she's a menace. <laughs> she's she's not crawling yet, but she's slithering. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I'll get what I want. And she rolls over a so lot. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's very tiring. But nice. it, it is all worth it. Six months. Thank you for that. All right, everyone, that's it. But I'm back on the futon. I don't know if you can tell. See my hands on a pillow right now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for watching. Give us a like and a subscribe. Kathleen Kennedy, let's check the board.
1: Oh, we did it right that time. (laughs) Fired.
0: She's just been fired. She's out the door. No more, Kathleen Kennedy. Thank the force. Can't handle her anymore. She ruined my teenage years. Always, I am in the Falcon. There's a futon in the Falcon. Thanks for asking. (laughs) The the solo series is just hot and chewy, putting a a, a futon in the Falcon. Like this is great.
1: Really brightens Uh, up the space. (laughs)
0: uh, All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. This has been a blast. Um, He's Brock. I'm James, and he was always scum.
1: Rebel scum. I'm gonna hit
0: this button. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video.